You're listening to The Marketing Funnel Show, episode number 35. Today's show is all around a great question that came up recently. Someone asked, I found my niche, now how do I get my niche to find me? If you've ever struggled with standing out and getting noticed by your target audience, today's episode is a great one for you. Welcome to the Marketing Funnel Show. I'm your host, Michelle Evans, and this is the podcast for coaches, experts, and online business owners to learn how to go from simply surviving to sold out using the power of marketing funnels. All right, let's jump into today's show. Well, hello, and welcome to today's show. So, I just have to say, I am loving it recently as people are reaching out with more and more questions about marketing funnels, attracting your audience, you know, engaging your audience, converting your audience, all sorts of good stuff. And I just want to let you know, if you are listening and you're saying, ah, I really wish I could ask this question, I want you to reach out and ask. In fact, it's really, really easy. You can email me directly. It's michelle at michellelevans.com. And I'll put the link on today's show notes. So if you're you know, driving or out and about or whatever, you can just go to the show notes page in your app or on um, today's uh, show notes, which you'll find on my website um, at themarketingfunnelshow.com forward slash 35, just the numbers three five. Um, so anyway, you can reach out to me via email. You can reach to me on Facebook if you want to uh, message me or on Twitter. And I just want to say, you know, it's, it helps me understand what is more helpful to you, like what either you're wondering about or you're stuck on or you're frustrated about or whatever, because uh, I would love to make shows that you're like, yes, that's, what it, that's exactly what I needed to hear or that's exactly what I wanted to dive into today. So if you have something that's burning a hole in your head and you're like, oh, I just want to ask this question, please do. I would love to hear from you. Okay. So, so for today's show, I just have to say, have you ever felt like, geez, I have done the hard work. I know who I want to attract. I know who I want to help. I know who my product, my service, my offer, my program, you know, whatever it is that you're selling is perfect for, but I don't know how to actually attract them or stand out or get them to notice me or any of that kind of stuff. Oh my gosh. I just have to say that is one of the most frustrating things. Like you go and you feel like, yay, I have this clarity. Like I can finally figure out, you know, who I'm talking to. But the next question is like, uh, how do I get them to find me, right? This story came up or this question came up recently um, and a person decided, you know, I really know who I want to sell to. I really know who I want to help. I really know who I'm, you know, get most excited about talking to. But uh, this person said, I don't know how to get my audience's attention. Like, I really, they're my, they're my dream audience. It's exactly who I want to serve, but I don't know how to get their attention. Now, I just have to say a lot of people out there, like people who create various courses or online marketing experts will tell you that you've just got to figure out who you're targeting. And I completely 100% agree with that because if you don't know who you're talking to, 
you're probably not talking to anyone in specific, right? If you don't know who you're talking to, you'll never be able to break through the noise that's out there because people will feel like you're just so general that you're not really speaking to them or you don't get them or it's not right for them, right? People will make up tons of stories in their heads. And, you know, an analogy that I always like to use is, you know, if you needed brain surgery or heart surgery or something that was really specific, you would not go to your general doctor. Now, you love your general doctor probably. Uh, you know, it's the person you go to when you have a cold or, you know, whatever, just general bumps and bruises and normal life stuff. But if you needed heart surgery or if you needed brain surgery or if you needed some specialized surgery, you would go to a specialist. And I just have to say that's how people feel about about you as well. Like they want to know, okay, you're for me. You have offers. You know what I, um, you know my my life. You know my business. You know whatever it is that you're selling. You get me, right? And the problem comes up when you try when you figure out who your your niche is or niche. You know people say it both ways. I always say niche, but niche. Before you validated it and and figured out some really key insights. So if you, you know, have gone through a course or you're just really trying to get focused on who you're who you're targeting, sometimes people make this mistake where they choose their niche before they validated and figured out some key insights about, okay, is this actually an audience that is, exists? You know, all sorts of stuff. So let's break this down a bit. So first of all, you've got to validate that your market would call themselves and identify themselves and see themselves as whatever you've labeled them. So for example, if you're targeting young mothers, now I saw somebody say this the other day in a Facebook group that I'm in. They said, my target is young mothers. And for me, I was like, well, what does that mean? Are you targeting moms who have young kids or are you targeting mothers who are below a certain age? Like I'm targeting moms that are, you know, I don't know, 25 and and uh, earlier or 28 and earlier or below 30 or whatever. And um, and if you are targeting by one of those, would they call themselves young mothers or would they just call themselves moms? Um, and and or would they call themselves like toddler moms or um, you know, I don't know, uh, pre-K moms or whatever. I don't know what they would call them, but see what I mean? Sometimes we get into this habit of labeling our people, but we forget to check in with our people and see if they even see themselves and identify with the label that we're trying to give them. So if you did marketing, for example, to young mothers and nobody really sees themselves as a young mother, you're going to be talking to nobody. Right. If, if, if people are like, mm, I'm looking for somebody who focuses on, you know, the toddler years and you're like, well, that's what I mean by a young mother, you know, moms who have young kids. But if that's not, you know, what we would call ourselves, then um, then, you know, you've got a problem. So you've got to figure that out. Right. So, uh, again, I can't get people to pay attention. You know, if you if you say, hey, I can't get people to pay attention to me. Let's move on to number two, because 
you know, first you have to identify, hey, you know, do people call themselves this? And second, you have to say, okay, do they, do they even really exist? Uh, because when I hear people say, I can't get my audience or I can't get who I'm trying to target to pay attention to me, um, or I can't get these people to opt in for my freebie, I know that there are one of three things happening. So thing one is they've chosen an audience that sounded really good and interesting. Uh, and we'll, you know, we talked a little bit about that, but I'll talk a little bit more about it. Thing two is um, that they have a hard time figuring out what their audience really wants. And, um, and so then, you know, that opens up a whole different set of things that we should do. So I'm going to talk about that in a minute. And then thing three is they didn't figure out a good traffic strategy to consistently get in front of these people. So let's tackle each of these three things so that you don't have to run into the same roadblock. Um, because identifying identifying your market is actually really, really powerful, but it's just like the baby step one. Then you have to take the rest of these steps to really make sure that you're getting out there and getting fr- in front of people. All right, so let's go back to thing one. So this is for people who choose an audience because it sounded good, but then they stopped there. So it's again, it's totally amazing to finally decide who your people really are. And if you're at this stage, your very next step is to find out where your audience hangs out and also if this audience even identifies themselves the way you wanna label them. And it's really, really critical because again, we don't wanna be naming an audience that nobody identifies with because you may be pouring your heart and soul into your marketing but people see, you know, that you're for young mothers and they're looking for, you know, somebody who understands the toddler years. And you're like, no, that's what I mean by young mom. So I just want you to, like, I cannot emphasize this enough. You've got to make sure that however you identify your people is how they would identify themselves um, or that they would see themselves in it. Otherwise, it's going to go right over them. They're going to be like, oh, that's not for me. Um, so that's number one. Thing number two is... If you're having a hard time figuring out who your what your audience really wants, so uh, you know I I go through some really really great strategies in and fast and easy and free strategies in my free four day challenge um, on creating a lead magnet that converts, and I invite you to dive in because there are some simple but really really effective strategies that you can use right away to get at the right lead magnet and message to hook your audience. Because if you know who your audience is and you know that they identify the way you're labeling them, if they're not opting in for your thing, there's a disconnect between what they're searching for and what your what your thing is. And in this free four day challenge, I will take you through exactly where to go and some worksheets that you can quickly use to figure this out. I mean, like 15 minutes or less a day to do this, right? So all you have to do is go to today's show notes at themarketingfunnelshow.com forward slash 35 for a link to the four-day challenge. And you can immediately access my videos, my worksheets, all that kind of stuff. Because again, figuring out how to connect with your audience and have that uh, lead magnet out there is so important. And, you know, I've shared just last episode, I shared the story of my very first lead magnet. You know, I thought that I had my audience perfectly targeted. Um, And I, you know, created this ebook that cost me over $1,500. 
And I could not get anybody to opt in for it. It was the most painful thing. And it's because I didn't do this. In thing two, it's because I didn't truly understand what my audience was really looking for. And so I was trying to teach them at a level that they weren't ready for yet. They were like, mm, I don't know about that. That's not, that doesn't sound like what I need. What I need is this other thing. And so if you're having a hard time getting people to opt in for your freebies, it's probably the same thing. And don't feel bad. Like we have all done it because we get so uh, close to what we do. We love our business area so much. So whatever it is, whatever you're doing, if you're doing coaching or consulting or you're creative or, you know, whatever you have to offer, if you offer a professional service, we love what we do so much. We've become experts in it, right? And, um, and we can't remember what it was like not to A, be in love with what we do and B, um, know as much as we do. And so we all suffer from the curse of knowledge. And I am like, my hand is way high in the air in this too. I suffer from it too. And one of the most important things that we can do is get back into the minds of the people we're trying to attract and understand what they're looking for instead of what we want to teach them, right? It's a, it's a shift. It's a subtle shift of saying, okay, I, I have this huge ocean of knowledge that I could share. And instead of me choosing the pieces that I'm going to share, I'm going to listen to my audience and see what it is that they're, you know, raising their hand and asking for. It's a shift in how you go about it. And I'm telling you, there are some really fast and simple ways that are free that you can dive into this. Um, but it's way more than I could cover on a podcast because I want you to visually be able to see it, which is why I put together this challenge with videos so that you can, you know, dive in and visually see what I'm doing and then go through the worksheets um, to really help you get there fast. All right, thing number three is a traffic strategy. So if you know who your audience is in thing one and you know how they identify themselves and in thing two, if you have a lead magnet that they're opting in for, now you're ready to put gas in the tank, right? Gas in the tank is your traffic strategy. Your traffic strategy to consistently get you and your message in front of the people that you wanna attract. And, you know, I always, <laughs> I always think, ah, traffic. Here's the thing. If you've done thing one and thing two well, it's definitely time to drive in that traffic strategy. And there are two main approaches that you want to take with the traffic strategy. So traffic strategy number one is kind of like your warm-up attractor content. I kind of think of it like you know, flowers attracting bees or just something like you want to attract people with what they're looking for, right? And this content can be, you know, however you show up best creating your content. So it could be something like a blog post, a podcast, videos, you know, videos that you put on YouTube, your website, you know, all sorts of stuff. So you just want a way where you can consistently be putting out warm-up attractor content. And I'll tell you, like I have some blog posts that I did two years ago, three years ago, four years ago that still attract people in. Um, and still drive traffic. Like some of them are on page one of Google. And so every day I'm getting lots of traffic and I don't have to do a darn thing for those. I, you know, I had to write it when it first came out, 
But then, you know, I just let it do its job on my site. Um, same with the podcast. Like if the podcast is out there and people find it and then they can l- listen or binge listen or whatever and um, they can get to know me. And it's just like that, those attractor content, right? So, um, you know, what are your pollinators? How are you getting that attractor content out there so that, you know, people are like, hmm, that looks interesting. I want to go check that out. Or, gosh, that was a really, you know, valuable piece of content. I want to see what else is this person has. So that's traffic strategy number one. And it's basically evergreen content that you put out there and it works to attract people to you and your site. But again, you have got to do the work to uh, the lead magnet work and thing too, to make sure that you're doing content about the stuff that they would be looking for. Otherwise this attractor content doesn't work. And over time, this can become really, really valuable as your content library grows and grows, but it's slow to attract an audience this way because people have to find you, they have to like invest the time to either listen, watch, or read about you. Like it just is, a, it's a slower content strategy. And also, unless you're, you know, paying to drive traffic to those posts, you're, you're waiting for people to organically find you. Now, I would hope that with all your evergreen content that you have evergreen social media um, going out there that's constantly, you know, getting it in front of people. And I would hope that you would have other ways that you are leveraging that evergreen content than just like writing it once, publishing it, or, you know, recording it once, publishing it, and hoping somebody finds it. Um, because if you're doing that, that's, that's a really, that's a real shame. Like you can get so much more mileage out of your evergreen content when you put a little bit of an evergreen strategy around it. So if that means, you know, that once every six weeks you're promoting that blog post or that podcast or that video, you know, that's a great way to just keep it kind of working. You know, if you are making evergreen content that people always need, want, and are looking for, it's great to just keep putting it out there. It doesn't, you don't have to, you know, work harder to recreate and recreate and recreate. Just leverage what you already have. Um, okay, so I'm gonna get off that <laughs> that stool. So traffic strategy number two is your outreach content strategy. So this includes things like paid traffic, like Facebook ads, Google ads, Pinterest ads, LinkedIn ads, YouTube ads. You know, even um, buying space on different blogs or sites um, or, you know, I don't know, partnering up with somebody and paying money to target an audience. This can also include your proactive social media, you know, where you're, you know, proactively putting things out there or teaming up with somebody else like a joint venture, an affiliate or a partnership so that you can both leverage each other's audiences or, you know, offers or whatever. So that's traffic strategy number two. So you need both, really. You need the attra- the warm-up attractor content that's just kind of constantly out there bringing um, your audience into your orbit. And then you need this outreach content where you're like physically going out and finding them. So, you know, that could be hanging out in Facebook groups and engaging with people in a group appropriate way, like some groups will let you promote yourself, some groups won't, like you just need to make sure that you follow the group rules. Um, And then, you know, paid traffic and all that other kind of stuff. So, um, you know, before you can jump into your strategy, you first, your traffic strategy, you first need to make sure that you have an audience. 
Because I've seen people try to do Facebook ads um, to an audience that kind of doesn't exist and they don't know where they are. So you know how, you need to know how they identify themselves. Because for example, if you just wanted to jump straight to, hey, I just want to go put out some Facebook ads so I can quickly get in front of people. That's awesome. But if you're talking to young moms and nobody sees themselves as a young mom or very few people do, um, your ad's not going to do very well because <laughs> they're going to be like, mm, this isn't for me. Hide it, you know, whatever, and not pay attention to it. Um, so it's really, really important that you do those first two things first and then know you know, like what's something hooky that they're really looking for, that they really do have a, a question about that you could put in front of them so that you have a lead magnet that will hook them into wanting more from you and, and get them on that path with your uh, marketing funnel. Phew! So today we covered a ton in this episode. And, you know, this is kind of just scratching the surface. So if you're sitting there going, ah, Michelle, like this sounds overwhelming. First of all, I don't want you to be overwhelmed. I want you to decide, am I at thing one? Do I need to figure out uh, who my audience is and if they identify with the label I want to give them? Am I at thing two? Do I know who my audience is and I know how they label themselves, but I'm not sure kind of what the main things are that they're looking for that I could put a lead magnet together about? Or are you at, at thing three, where you need to have you know the two-pronged traffic strategy, your attractor content and your outreach content? So just decide which place you're at and then just start there. And again, for every single one of those, for thing one, thing two, and thing three, my uh, four-day challenge will help you tremendously. So I really want to uh, invite you to, to come and join me in that. It's evergreen, so you can start whenever you want, and you'll have access to all the stuff, um, so you can just dive in. But... In just 15 minutes a day, that the four-day challenge will help you create a lead magnet and understand more about your audience and your customers so that they can't ignore you. And I've broken it all down for you into a really easy to implement free challenge. And it's called the four days to fuel your sold out business. And I'm going to give you the hacks, the shortcuts, and even four professionally designed templates and quick video tutorials to make the whole thing super simple. So again, give me 15 minutes a day for four days and it will change how you approach this. You can go a bit deeper into this area so that you never again have to say, I know who I want to target, but I can't get them to pay attention to me. Uh, because that is one of the most frustrating things. And it's like having a Porsche sitting in your garage with no gas in the tank, right? If you don't have people coming into your business um, every single day, you know, opting in, you know, getting to know more about you, whew, it's really hard to uh, attract new customers and to make more sales because that's the that's the gas that's in your tank, right? That's That's what fuels your business growth. Okay. So with that, I want to say have a really fantastic week. If you have questions that come up around all this stuff, be sure to reach out. I'm Michelle at michellelevans.com or you can, you know, reach out to me on Facebook or on Twitter. And I look forward to seeing you next week on another great episode of The Marketing Funnel Show. Talk then. 